Back with us on this Friday morning. Glad you're with us. John Morris uh, home here in Hewitt. Hugh in the studio making things work for us. And we're joined by our good friend Cooper Jones, the executive director for the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, right down there on University Parks Drive. And uh, Cooper, back open for business this morning. Hey, that's big news. And uh, welcome and glad you're with us today. John, thanks so much for having me. Blessed to be with you. Certainly glad to be safe and healthy amid all the craziness that's out there in our world right now man isn't that true uh you guys uh were closed about two months uh but reopened as of this morning uh i'm sure a lot of uh very uh, thoughtful uh, conversations took place before you did reopen john no question i think one of the things that we wanted to do was not just follow governor abbott's guidelines but what we've taken are the uh, guidelines from the CDC and made sure that over the last three weeks we've been able to accomplish the things that we needed to do from a safety and sanitary perspective to not only allow guests to come in and feel comfortable, but for our staff as well. So from a deep cleaning, from a professional organization that came in from different spots throughout the uh, the Hall of Fame here, 36,000 square feet to be exact, where folks can go and have uh, the opportunity for hand sanitizing um, the ability for us to change our gift shop to now a hands-free gift shop. So much of the last three to four weeks, the planning that went into it, the involvement of our board of trustees, was to get us to this place today where we could open and open safely. Boy, that's great. So uh, I know you, you've gone the extra mile. You're making sure it's safe and, and you know sanitized, like you mentioned. But that's just not a, a once-a-day process. It's kind of an ongoing process over the course of the day, isn't it? You hit the nail on the head, John. I think for us, one of the neat things that we're able to offer our visitors and guests that come to the Hall of Fame is that every 60 minutes, we're basically going back through and recleaning the museum. And so we've put that onus on our staff. We want folks to be able to be very comfortable when they come here with their families or their friends to know that not only did we do all of that prep work, as you mentioned, uh, up until this point, but we're doing that on an ongoing basis going forward so that folks, when they come into our facility, are comfortable and they come back two or three weeks later, they're comfortable as well. That was a big part of it. There are a couple of exhibits that we have decided to shut down just in the interest of safety. Some of those interactive touch point exhibits, but that's less than 10% of the entire museum. And so folks would be able to come out to the Hall of Fame. They'd be able to see the vast majority of the 13,000 artifacts that we have here in Waco for them and really have a very fulfilling experience while they're on our grounds. Boy, that's great. And uh, regular hours, uh, right? You're operating regular hours, 9 to 5? We are, John. We're going Monday through Saturday back again. Obviously, today and tomorrow this week, a little bit of a soft opening for us. Uh, but we are. We will be 9 to 5 Monday through Saturday from here on out. And as we observe things from Governor Abbott, and then obviously at the national level from President Trump, as things loosen and open up, we'll do those same things as well here. Uh, but right now, we're just excited to be open and looking forward to welcoming the public back out to the Hall of Fame. Well, that's great. Cooper Jones with us, Executive Director for the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. You mentioned the hands-free gift shop. Exactly what is the hands-free gift shop? How do, how do you go about doing that? Because that really uh, caught my ear when you mentioned that. It's, it's unique. We came up with this concept of you know, one of the things that we found out through the CDC is that the, the ability to pass this virus comes in very different ways. And so when you bring in little Johnny and he looks at uh, – 
University of Texas T-shirt, and then he goes over and touches the Baylor mini helmet, and then he wants the candy bar and the Coke from our area. That's four different touch points. I hadn't really thought about that right. until we took a look at those guidelines. So what we've done is we've taken all of our collection, we put them either back behind stanchions or behind plexiglass. And so now when you come into our area, it's a wide-open gift shop. You're able to point, let us know the things that you'd be interested in. Our gift services manager is there. He'll be able to get those, ring those up at the cash register. But a little bit of a different experience at the gift shop than what people have been used to before. Certainly for me, when I walk in, I feel like someone's come in and robbed us during the night. There's nothing in that middle area. But all of our items are still here. They're still out. They're just in a more protective area that allows not only our guests but our staff to be safe as we work through the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a, a real good thing right there. And, and me and JMO have talked multiple times about the it's the little things that you don't, don't really realize. And you mentioned the the four touch points or or whatever, and how that could be you know so, so major in the long haul. But we just kind of don't think about the the small things until we have to think of the small things. So now is kind of a, a refreshing time to be able to realize exactly you know what we have to do and what's going on moving forward. It's it's fascinating for us as we've thought about. We've got an exhibit that plays the fight songs for over 35 of the Division One teams here in town. That was a touch point. We've got, uh, as sports journalists, you'll appreciate this. We've got a headset area in the back of the Southwest Conference Hall of Fame where you can go and hear some of the iconic calls mm-hmm. in Southwest Conference Hall of Fame history. You're touching a play button. You're putting on headsets. That's out of play now. Yeah. Some of these things that you think, gosh, that's going to be a real driver to get people back in the museum. We've just got to pump the brakes on a little bit right. for right now. And so those items are things that, as you mentioned, when you get into this, you go, wow, that's an item that we're going to have to be a little more safe with when mm-hmm. we get started. But hopefully over the next two, three, four weeks, couple of months, we'll be at a place where the entirety of the museum will be open. And Cooper, we've all gotten used to, uh, you know, the new uh, buzz term, social distancing. Uh, do you take steps to, to limit the number of folks that might be in the Hall of Fame at any particular time? Absolutely, John. One of the things that we had to do was abide by the governor's order, which is 25% of our maximum fire code capacity. And so right now we can go up to about 125 individuals at the hall at one time. Um, And within 36,000 square feet, that is plenty of space for plenty of people. Uh, When you walk into our facility, you'll notice that we've got uh, check marks on the ground. So as people are checking in at our front cash register, checking out, We've been able to delineate those six-feet segments. As I mentioned, we've closed down some of those high-touch areas like a water fountain, like the Southwest Conference uh, radio exhibit. So some areas that will allow us to spread people more evenly throughout the museum. We also have... um, a video system that allows us to, uh, in real time, understand if we've got too many people huddling around the Heisman Trophy, we can go and move those groups on and make sure that people continue to be safe. So we've tried to really think about as much as this as we can so that folks can come in and be comfortable in their experience. Cooper, how, how good does it feel just to have the doors open, though, just to kind of get that sense of a little bit of normalcy back uh, from what, we, what we've been having the last couple of months? I don't know about you, but I can only watch the 1974 PGA Championship rerun <laughs> so many times on Golf Channel. Agreed. And, and I'm as big a I'm as big a sports fan as you guys are. And so, to have something in real time, as you just mentioned, there's special meaning there. And, and we're certainly not the first to have opened our doors, but I think for all of us, in a way that's safe, that allows people to be comfortable, giving them an outlet to get out of the house, to come and do something, to learn about. 
the history of sports in the state of Texas to come and see us again. Uh, I'm really proud that our staff is in a good place, our facilities in a good place, and our board was supportive of us opening back up. And just if it's for 45 minutes in a day, somebody gets to come out and do something different than sitting around the house, mm-hmm. we're so pleased to be a part of that little break, that little respite in their days. Final thought, Cooper. Uh, you host there a lot of events. Uh, you know, I know our Lunch with a Legend is there, and I love uh, when we get to come over there for that and, and other events also. Uh, but I guess you're not back to that point yet, right, uh, being able to host uh, luncheons or dinners or uh, private events. John, you're right. We've had to take some precautions against that. Obviously, the first thing when you open back up is let's take a look at any of those events that we had on the books that we had to postpone. And specifically for those in the museum right now, we're going to continue on with looking at alternative dates a little bit later into the summer or into the fall for those people. As you mentioned, just with our guidelines right now, we could get up to 125 people here. But, boy, that would be an awkward setting to have them six feet apart within this. I'd have two or three people here in the office with me. A couple people right at check-in, and our middle great hall, the McCombs Great Hall area, would be pretty sparse just because to follow those guidelines right now, we wouldn't be able to have a functional event. So we anticipate over the next month, as some of the restrictions do loosen, that we'll be able to reevaluate those guidelines and see about having some folks in. But you mentioned, John, for the time being, no big events right now at the hall. 